Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. This is the fourth Sunday of Easter. We will begin with the first reading from Acts 13, 14, in verses 43 to 52. Paul and Barnabas continued on from Perga and reached Antioch and Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and took their seats. Many Jews and worshipers were converts to Judaism, followed Paul and Barnabas who spoke to them and urged them to remain faithful to the grace of God. On the following Sabbath, 
almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and with violent abuse, contradicted what Paul said. Both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, it was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first, but since you reject it and condemn yourselves as of unworthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have made you a light to the Gentiles, that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. Questions. Who arrived in Antioch and what did they do on the Sabbath? Paul and Barnabas, they entered the synagogue and took their seats. Who followed Paul and Barnabas and what did they urge them to do? Many Jews and worshipers who were converts to Judaism and urged them to remain faithful to the grace of God. To what is the grace they are to remain faithful? Romans 3, 24 and 25 says, they are justified freely by his grace through the redemption in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as an expiation through faith by his blood to prove his righteousness because of the forgiveness of sins previously committed. The personal question, how has God made you an instrument of salvation to the world? And Deacon can answer that by proclaiming his word, by studying his word, by teaching his word, by living his word. Also, through my preaching, teaching, and healing in Jesus' name. And I answer that. Ken and I were one in that. We both fell head over heels in love with Jesus through his word. Also through this Bible study, through Life in the Spirit seminars, this podcast, and so forth. I received a letter from an MC, Missionaries of Charity priest, who is in Africa sharing with me how he is bringing Bible studies, charismatic evangelization, etc., in the prison there in Africa. And he thought of the Life in the Spirit seminar that he made that we put on in May of 92 and how that changed his life and has motivated him to do what he is now doing. What a blessing to hear how God moves through us when we surrender to him. Who does not please God and what do they try to prevent? 1 Thessalonians 2, 14 to 16 says, Brothers, you have been made like the churches of God in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered the same treatment from your fellow countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and persecuted us. Displeasing to God and hostile to all mankind, they try to keep us from preaching salvation to the Gentiles. All this time, they have been filling up their quota of sins, but the wrath has descended upon them at last. 
What did Jesus tell his disciples? Matthew 10, 14, and 15. If anyone does not receive you or listen to what you have to say, leave that house or town, and once outside it, shake the dust from your feet. I assure you, it will go easier for the region of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than it will for that town. A personal When you gather to hear the word of God, what is your reaction to it and to the person proclaiming it? Who are the people who proclaim the word of God and how can you affirm them? Deacon can't answer that. Sometimes anger. I get impatient when he is not prepared. In the second part, mostly clergy, he said, by sharing and encouragement. Also, is the message of proclaiming it with enthusiasm and power. They are the people who are living the word and support them. I answered that when you gather to hear the word of God, what is your reaction to it? Excitement because I am open and have a teachable spirit. I usually pray for the person proclaiming it, that the Holy Spirit will anoint him or her. Who are the people who proclaim the word of God? All those who are baptized can proclaim the word of God. Only clergy can proclaim the gospel and do a homily at mass. I pray for clergy at church before the homily, and I pray for those who proclaim the word at prayer meetings, Bible studies, and so forth. I affirm the person by sometimes letting them know I sensed the Lord had his anointing on them. The commentary, the Jewish leaders tried to hide behind the shadow of jealousy as they brought legal and religious arguments against Paul and Barnabas. The root of their jealousy was that Peter and the apostles were already getting more respect than they had ever received. The difference between Peter, Paul, and Barnabas and the religious leaders was that the Pharisees demanded the respect and reverence for themselves. The goal of the apostles was to bring respect, reverence, and honor to God. The apostles were respected, not because they demanded it, but because they earned it. It is difficult to rejoice with others who are succeeding where we are not. But when we call upon the Holy Spirit, he will give us the strength we need. 1 John 4, 4. Jealousy is a human and natural reaction, and it is tragic when we let our own jealous feelings make us try to stop God's work. If a work being done is God's work, then rejoice in it, no matter who is doing it. Paul wanted the Jewish people to join him in proclaiming God's salvation. Unfortunately, many Jews did not recognize Jesus as the Messiah. And they did not understand that in Jesus, God was offering salvation to everyone, Jews and Gentiles. Paul, being a Jew himself, hoped that the people would see that through Israel came Jesus, the light of all nations, Luke 2.32. This light would spread out and enlighten the whole world. The Jewish leaders turned away. And like so many people today, when confronted with a disturbing truth, they often turn away and refuse to listen. When God speaks, we must listen to him. 
or else we risk pushing the truth out of our lives. Go into the psalm, Psalm 100, 1 to 3, verse 5. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. His we are, his people, the flock he tends. The Lord is good. His kindness endures forever in his faithfulness to all generations. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm, and how can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken, to know that the Lord is God, his application, proclaiming and teaching God's word in as many ways that I can. Also, he made us and we belong to him. It's application, let my word and deeds be a reflection of who my maker is. And I answer this, this psalm is telling me to be joyful and praise the Lord constantly. I am part of the flock he tends. The Lord is good and the only one who is good. He is kind, always and merciful. My application, be kind and merciful at all times to everyone. Treat others the way he treats me. Serve others as if they were Jesus. We're going to the gospel, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John 10, 27 to 30. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Why were they trying to kill Jesus? John 8, 37 says, I realize you are one of Abraham's stock. Nonetheless, you are trying to kill me because my word finds no hearing among you. Who hears the words of God? John 8, 47. Whoever is of God hears every word God speaks. The reason you do not hear is because you are not of God. What is the will of the Father? John 6, 39 to 40. It is the will of him who sent me that I should lose nothing of what he has given me, rather that I should raise it up on the last day. Indeed, this is the will of my Father that everyone who looks upon the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. Him I will raise up on the last day. To whom does the Lord open his hand? Psalm 145.16 says, You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Why did the Father give Jesus authority over all the people? And who belonged to the Father? John 17, 2 says, Inasmuch as you have given him authority over all mankind, that he may bestow eternal life on those you gave him. Verse 6, I have made your name known to those you gave me out of the world. These men you gave me were yours. They have kept your word. What did Jesus pray that we all be? John 17, 20 to 23, Jesus says, I do not pray for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their word, that all may be one as you, Father, 
are in me and I in you. I pray that they may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I living in them, you living in me, that their unity may be complete. So shall the world know that you sent me and that you love them as you loved me, the personal. How do you recognize Jesus's voice and know when to follow him? And when was the last time you felt the protecting hand of God upon you? Deacon Kent, all that is good and uplifting is from God to start up the culture of life family services. Also, I check it against scripture. Tonight in the emergency room at the hospital, I felt his presence with me. And I answer that John 10.10 says, the thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it to the full. That scripture tells me that anything that is destructive is coming from Satan and all that brings life comes from God. Whenever I get depressed, whatever is, it's coming from the evil one. Whenever I am at peace with myself and my brothers and sisters, it's from God. It lifts me up. The commentary, John 10, 27 to 30. The role of a shepherd was very well known in Palestine, and they knew that a flock of sheep knew their master by the sound of his voice. Jesus compared his followers to sheep, and he was their shepherd. When he spoke, the people knew very well what he was talking about. He promised them eternal life if they accepted him as master and Lord of their lives. He offers that to us right here and now. All the littleness of our earthly life would be gone, and we would know the splendor of being loved by God. He promised a life that would know no end. Death would be the beginning of living forever. He promised a life that was secure. Nothing could snatch that life from his hand. It did not mean that they would be saved from sorrow, suffering, or death. It did mean that they would know the serenity and power of God. Jesus made a tremendous claim to the crowd of Jews. And he showed them his tremendous trust in God. He had been speaking to them about his sheep and his flock and that no one would ever take them away from him. He revealed that his father gave him the sheep and both the sheep and he were secure in his father's hand. Jesus was so sure of himself because he was sure of his father. He then told them and us, that he and the Father were one. Jesus is saying that the unity between himself and the Father is the same unity he wants for us. His prayer is that all Christians be united in love as he is united in love with the Father. Our application, the first reading says, faith is a free gift and respect is something you earn. In the second reading, we see that only the blood of Christ can wash away sin. In the gospel, we see prayer as a dialogue between two people in love with one another. This week, let your prayer be that 
the Lord gives you the courage to confess your sins by receiving the sacrament of reconciliation. Then let the power of the Holy Eucharist nurture you and let you approach your family and friends with humility and reverence. Let your faith be shared in unity with members of other denominations in a spirit of joy. Jesus commanded all of us to be filled with his spirit, Ephesians 5.18, and then go out and make disciples of all the nations, Matthew 28.19 and 20. Let your unity begin with God in you, then God, you, and your family, then God, you, your family, and your community. Miracles will then be happening in your neighborhood. Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful lesson. You are our shepherd. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for showing us how to be one with each other and with you. We thank you for your word. We love you, Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.